This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's hour one of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Welcome in right here on a Wednesday. General at your service. Uh, and let's talk Cowboys and 49ers. Brian Broadus has a full report coming up at 2.40 in Krusty's Corner. He is the former Cowboy Scout NFL executive. Once drafted four Pro Bowlers in one draft. Hello, that's hard to do. There's Lucius Alexander in the Pimp Cup, Master Control. Wolchuk and Chiafalo, Carter Freeman, along with you. We are the G-Bank Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. I ate crow yesterday, heaping handfuls of it. We celebrated the dub. They avoided embarrassment against Tampa Bay. And, uh, you know, today, usually the Cowboys would be back to work, but they're not actually working today, are they, Brian? I didn't see anybody. I was over there this morning at 11 o'clock. I don't think they have practice today. Mike mentioned that, I think, in his... uh comments to the media yesterday because of the Monday night game that they will take this day off. They're probably having that day where they're trying to get their bodies back. Right. And it's man, here you go. It's yeah. you know, short week. And they were talking about last week, you know, we're ready to go, ready to go. And then all of a sudden now you're on a short week. So the yeah. chat is open on Twitch and YouTube and uh, the text line is open as well here at 877-881-1053. How you feeling? You know, maybe maybe Broadus can change your confidence level coming up in 240. He has he's uh, studied the film uh, on these Niners. He's prop- and he's he is talking nonstop with sources around the league. How do you score on these guys? How could the Cowboys keep up if the defense uh, doesn't have a, a, a terrific game? I think that's a big question for you, but we'll check. Chiafalo, talk to me. Confidence meter right now. How's it? How's it feeling? Oh, dude, it is. Uh, it is sky high. I'm, Let's go. I'm feeling fantastic. The more and more I see and read and watch on Purdy, I'm like, get a little pressure on Purdy. Comes a different animal. All right, and not the kind of animal you want throwing the football for your team, but the kind of animal you want to uh, be throwing the football opposite you. And I think that Micah Parsons and company, you bring that pressure this weekend, the turnover machine that is the Cowboy defense that we've seen now for two straight years, big sample sizes. I think this pressure comes to comes to party. I think Purdy is going to fold. I was expecting the opposite from you. I was expecting you to be all 49er gung-ho, the closet Niners fan that you are, sir. I just have respect for Kyle Shanahan. But And all of a sudden, that makes me a Niners fan. Well, we have audio of you saying, uh, I'm a Niners I, fan. I, I know was that. reading a text or something. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm kind of feeling uh, a little bit confident as well i'm believing right now yeah i I love the way the offensive line played going back and watching that all 22 tyler smith was putting people on his ass yeah and if he can do that again that is a big time difference from a year ago where this offensive line got bullied in that football no longer a rookie no brock purdy still a rookie absolutely and and you're absolutely right everything that you said there eric I, i echo those sentiments like brock purdy the the best thing that he's done is not turn the football over they have such a good offense with their skill talent and certainly Kyle Shanahan and the way that they scheme that thing up. It's basically, hey, 
be accurate with the football, make good decisions, get the ball to your playmakers in space, then let them go to work. But he has thrown some balls and put the ball into harm's way, and defenders haven't been able to make the most of their opportunities. Cowboys, for the most part this year, do. And if that pass rush can play like they did against Tampa Bay and win their matchups up front, Cowboys have a chance to come away with a victory. And I also think guys like J. Ron Kirsten, hopefully he plays. Like, this is a game that the Cowboys have circled. Bobby Belt talked about it yesterday. Curse has brought up the 49ers by name multiple times this year. I think the Cowboys are ready for this one, man. I think you're going to see them play arguably their best game of the season. That would, I think that would get the job done. If they played their best game um, and play like they did last week, I, I'd love it. What do you make of the idea, Brian, that the doubters will bring up um, you know, that this will be the best team they've played all year. Maybe the best team they've played in a couple of years. The 49ers have yeah. played? No, yeah. the, the Cowboys. The Cowboys have played. Yeah. Uh, you know, the thing about it is, as I watch this game, or as I watch the tape getting ready for my 240 today, and then the opportunity to visit with people, I believe you can throw the ball on these guys. Hmm. And I believe you can. And and, I, and I'm going to say, I mean, there's two things I want to point out here. I, I, I'm, I'm really curious. I want to ask somebody over at the Cowboys, I think Trent Williams tips whether it's run or pass with his stance. Okay. I'm watching. Uh-oh. I'm watching we'll keep him. That down. Yeah, keep I'm, that down. Yeah, I'm watching him. I'm watching him when his feet are together in his stance. They they play from a two point stance the majority of the time. He didn't put his hand on the ground. So when they play two point stance, his, his feet are real close together when they run, and he gets a little more spread out when they pass. Hmm. So I, I you know I'm, I'm hoping that the pro person. I was going to give some calls over there. Uh, to my guys and say, hey, listen, just watching this, you know, when you watch his stance, he, he might be tipping, running pass on you. Hmm. So keep an eye on that one. That is very interesting. I, I think that to me, when I watched, this team has trouble covering tight ends, okay. you know, and I, and I, and I, I'm, I'm interested because of Hafunga, who was the, uh, you know, two year, second year player from USC, really physical guy. But you can fool him. Yes, sir. And you can run routes on him. Dalton Schultz, this could be a big day for Dalton Ooh, Schultz on the ball. It. I think you could throw the ball on Lenore, and I think you could throw the ball on Ward. The problem you're going to run into is their pass rush. You're going to have to. If you can block this front, you block this yeah. front, you can make plays on this secondary. Give yourself some time. Yeah, and I watched the Raiders do it, and they did a great job. They were able to run the ball well enough. I thought they have a good plan. Again, I got some calls to the guys at the Raiders that I know that were part of that game plan and see what they think. And, yeah. You know, hope wow. we'll have that later on today. Huge opportunity yeah. for the, for yeah. the team, so, for the offensive line. So yeah, this, this is not the, where, where, where we see everything up front, where we see Brandon Ayuk and we see Debo Samuel, where, where they're a problem for you. And man, I'm kind of spilling all my stuff at 240, but I'll do it right now a little bit. The problem that you run into, you're so match up dependent against them that all of a sudden they put, uh, check out in the flat. So now you take you take a linebacker out of the box, and they bring Debo Samuel in. Okay, say you have a corner that's coming on a on you got man coverage, and now he comes into the box as a as a running back. Well, now they brought a corner into the box, and they're taking a linebacker out of the box, and now they're going to run the football. So what happens is like teams like the Saints and people like that. They have played a way they're like, listen, we're not going to be so match dependent here. Mm. If you if you walk out a running back, if you walk out uh, their uh, the running back McCaffrey out in the in, as a wide receiver, we're going to treat him like he's a wide receiver. 
don't treat him like he's a running back where you're removing personnel from the box to defend the run. And the Saints played him that way. Hmm. The Saints played him, and it was a 13 nothing yeah, game. Yeah, Saints played well. So, see, you, I don't think you can, in this game, I don't think you get, get match dependent. You know, don't let them move you around and take people out of places that you're you're playing. Okay, we're going to play the run here. Oh, by the way, oh, wait, we're going to move. So that means that yeah. means we're going to have to take uh, Leighton Vanderish out and put him wide out there. Don't don't be that way. Big with day it. for safeties and linebackers being able to cover and yeah. corners being yeah. able to tackle. You're going to have to tackle in this game. There's oh, yeah. no question about that. That it's a it's a given every every game that you're going to have to have guys tackle. But don't be so match dependent in this game. And like I told you, the little tip: keep an eye on. See, I wish we could interview Tank again. I, you know, I think that's all over with. All said and done, I don't know. What? Well, it was but, a good year. It was a good year. Thanks, Tank. But but I thought it was a creature of habit. But the thing about it to me is I. I'm looking at that tackle, and I'm thinking, you're tipping. You're tipping right now. Well, that's huge. Those are some big keys. Let's yeah. get that information up there to the yes. stars. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reach yeah. out to some people. I'm sure they know. These pro guys are you – know, yeah. it's just what I used to do for a living. You look at stance, and if they're going to play in two-point stances the whole day – Kind of, kind of take That's a peek. Fascinating. That's a great a, nugget. Keep a peek at his snaps. That's okay. The two one four says the energy that the G Bag Nation as a as a whole has had this week has been awesome. Let's go, boys! If we win this one, I'll see y'all in Arizona. I'm there with you. You know, if the Cowboys can take the momentum from last week and then go beat San Francisco, I, I think they're going to have things figured out and playing their best football at the right time. And whether it's the Giants or a compromised Jalen Hurts. That's you know that, that that's going to be an easy pick for me. I, I can't pick the Cowboys to beat the 49ers right now. No, you I know, understand. We'll, we'll see how I feel in, in 48 hours yeah, or so. Yeah, I get it. The Niners are, in my opinion, they're better. Yeah, they are across. Like the you, Cowboys you, have a chance. You're going to have to play darn near perfect. I mean, watching them last week against Seattle, and Seattle had, did a really good job in that first half. They took the lead, but the second you start to make a mistake, you know, Smith has that fumble. The, the the 49ers put so much pressure on you to where you can't make that one mistake because they'll capitalize well, on it. They thrive on your turnovers. They do. That, exactly. That's, that's the thing about it. Now, if you go in there and you're and you're careless with the football and, and you're throwing it and you're being reckless about it, like I said, th- this is a good defense. But this defense, you block this front. You can make passes. Much like against Tampa you Bay. Can. You can. You can have you can have plays against these guys. But you just got to block that front, and you can't turn the ball over. And the Cowboys, historically, just when you're thinking, man, this is this is one of those uphill battles, a team that they're not going to be able to beat against. And I don't think a lot of people are going to be picking the Cowboys this week. This is a game they'll surprise people and win. Okay, Ed from Denton, they'll be okay if Diggs grows a pair and hits somebody. <laughs> uh, well, the, the the metrics, if you and my Twitter's been fu- uh, flooded with people that give you the metrics about how Debo Samuel and Ayuk and these guys have played against. Digs, you yeah. know, and they'll say, "Hey, well, he didn't get this pass, and he didn't get this pass, and he, he, you know, that's great, that's great." I'm just asking that the guy listen. There's going to be a third and seven time again in this football game, whether you've got to get off the field. Please just try, just throw your body in there and try. Yeah, don't it's I mean, time to man up. Don't 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 take the great polar uh, great polar route, you know, around the globe to try and get. Yeah, the ball. It just, was an epic just, business. Just, or just intentionally. Yeah, just I mean, you got guys in that secondary that you know, Izzy will tackle, Bland yeah. will tackle, Wilson will tackle. You got guys that will tackle. Yeah, all these dudes just do. Get off the field. Don't give this team any more opportunities to have snaps. Okay, uh, how about Mavs reporter Tim McMahon? That's another big story uh, today. Uh, he said uh, this from his story previewing uh, Hawks and, and Mavs tonight. Doncic, who hasn't shown a desire to be involved in personnel matters in the past, has strongly indicated he wants the Mavs to upgrade before the February 9th trade deadline. 
you know, there's a lot of different ways to look at it. It's exciting if Luca has done this, gone to the team. They need a boot. You know, they keep pretending like guys that are barely playoff rotation guys can be playoff starters. Um, there's that. Um, you know, there's also the excitement about maybe this could be the impetus for actually getting something done. Hopefully, it's not the beginning of Luca getting frustrated with the organization. And if that is what Luca wants, it's it's now a huge deal, I think, because he knows this team can't take another step in the playoffs. Yeah, at at best, you're going to hope to be as good as you were last year, but probably won't because you let Jalen Brunson go. Um, so yeah, Mavs are back in action tonight at, at six thirty. There's two players you could be scouting: a uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich and John Collins. A couple of players there that the Mavs have been rumored to be interested in over the years. But what do you guys think about Luca voicing his frustration here, according to Tim McMahon? And I love it. I love it. I mean, that's what that that's the type of pressure that Mark Cuban's probably going to need. Uh, and and you have to you, you have to listen to this guy, especially when Luca's not really been that guy. That tells you okay, he he's really perked up and he's a little bit frustrated right now because he's putting together an all time season and he is having to put the other fourteen people on the roster on his back so that they can be three games above five hundred forty games or whatever into this thing. So. Yeah, you, you sense that frustration right there. And as a Mavs fan, it's bittersweet because you're like, crap, we've already kind of gotten to this point with him. But at the same time, as a Mavs fan, you're going, that's probably the kick in the rear end that Mark Cuban's going to need. I don't have an issue with it. You know, I mean, I, I think Luca did this last year where this team got hot as supporting role players, supporting cast. And, you know, he's a, he's a good enough player that can take you on a run by himself. But we've seen this with other greats in the past you know whether it's LeBron and just not having enough players with him with Cleveland but you know you had a weak east and he's still able to drag them to the finals I think Luka's good enough and especially in the west you know he can he can maybe get him deep into the postseason again but he knows realistically to win a championship this is not a team that's probably good enough to do it so maybe he didn't want that getting out I don't know that he did but behind closed doors, I'm sure he feels this way. Especially with the news of the mural. Absolutely. Yeah. So he, he's right. I, I think anybody that, with, with a basketball brain that watches this team play realizes, yes, this team's not talented enough. Yeah, somewhere Mark Cuban's going, man, where's Dirk? For 20 years, Dirk never said a word about anything. You know, just kind of did whatever he thought was, you know, was good for the team and stuff like that. But I don't blame Luca, you know, and I, I really don't. I mean, I, you know, he's he doesn't want to waste opportunities. Can you know, maybe somebody in the front office, maybe Nico has to sit down and say, hey, listen, let me just walk you through where we're at. We really don't have the assets to do this. Now, if we could do this, would yeah. this be of interest to you? I, I think you might maybe get that from somebody, uh, you know, talking it's, to him. It is tough because the Mavs might be wanting to save all of their picks so this summer they could do a huge swap yeah. where basically they're giving all of their picks together and pick swaps to teams you know, because that's the other thing. And, and for that kind of compensation, teams are getting players like Paul George. So would you like to take one pick and get Bojan Bogdanovic at 33 years old? Now you don't have the massive collection of picks. And I'm sure you could have those conversations with Luca's agent. A lot of interesting things going on, though, with the trade uh, deadline coming up in less than a month. Mysterious story out of Michigan. Brian's been trying to chase this one down as well. The assistant football coach, Matt Weiss, on leave as the police are involved, investigating a report of computer access crimes allegedly committed last month at the team's Schimbeckler Hall facility. He was hired as a QB coach in, in 2021. 
The Michigan uh, spokesperson says Weiss has not been around the team facility today. So uh, who, who knows? Who knows what that could be? I've reached out to a bunch of my Michigan people and around the league and stuff like that, and they're kind of like, they're, they, that, nobody really wants to talk about this. This might, this might not be very good. This might be one of those that when we hear what happened, that we're all kind of like going, ugh. Going to need the special crimes unit? Yeah. Uh, yeah, hopefully that's it, not it. Yeah, hopefully not it. But th- there's a lot of folks that have Michigan ties that are not really wanting to talk about this one. Okay, so if they've if they've gone silent, it it, it must be yeah. really gross, or could be. Okay, when we come back, G Bag Nation, time now for a sports hodgepodge with Eric Chiafalo. What are we hodging about today, sir? We have an NBA Twitter reaction. Um, re- uh, oh my gosh, interaction! Arash? Holy smokes! What was Chuck, that? Uh, what was that over there, <laughs> Greg? What are you doing? Wolchuk is feeling. Uh, talk old. about There's bad stories going on <laughs> here just today. Figure it out. See you, baby minutes. dolls later. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back, Nation. Merton Hanks tomorrow, one thirty with KNC, a Dallas native. Is he a Cowboy fan and also a Cowboys villain? That would be an interesting juxtaposition. It's time now for a sports hodgepodge with Eric Chiafalo. Segments brought to you by the Frankels. If you're hurt in an accident and not your fault, call the Frankels, 214-333-3333. Go to truckwreck.com. Here's Chief. Okay, so I believe we're also getting Merton Hanks on the Zoom. So he's going to be on the fan cam. We're going to get that neck on the fan cam. We have cam a real live boys. bobblehead. That's, That's going to be, be making an appearance. Uh, we will relive the... Is Carter going to have to widen the screen? Like go he's going to have to lengthen it. Yeah. Vertically, we're going to have to go, right? 100%. You can't okay. go landscape with a neck yeah. like that. Yeah, not Need the Peyton Manning filter. We will uh, circle back <laughs> on the, uh, yeah, whatever they whatever the Manning cast is using for Peyton's forehead, we're going to need to, Carter, you're going to need to use that for uh, for for Hanks' neck tomorrow with the KNC Masterpiece. We will revisit whatever disaster it was uh, that the tease a few minutes ago. Uh, we'll relive that and try to figure out what the heck was going on 
amidst the uh, the tumbleweed in my brain. Uh, but before Walchuk tells us why he's feeling old, uh, but also confident because he's looking great, feeling great. It's baby dolls, hump night. Walchuk, Ooh, seven, to bully, nine. seven o'clock. Ooh. Seven to nine, 10 to 50 Shady Trail. Come on out and party, baby. The beard's coming back in. Oh, it's looking oh, it's good. coming back in. Yeah, it's as good as back right now. It's going to be a classier Walchuk walking in there and a much more just happy, generous, perky kind of Walchuk so after perky. a Cowboy playoff victory. Speaking of, how about this from an anonymous defensive coach whose team faced the Niners earlier this season, talking about Brock Purdy, the Niners, and in particular the game they just played versus Seattle. And he says, did you see what that two-minute drill looked like before half? In drop-back pass, he's scrambling for his life. He's running to the border of the field three times in the same drive, throwing the ball out of bounds, getting hit. Kyle is the one beating Kyle Shanahan, their head coach, is the one beating guys by 20 in the playoffs with that offense and a top-three defense. Purdy's done well, but it's amazing how people are trying to anoint him. I don't want to take anything away, but he has led the NFL in wide-open receivers and time to throw. These guys are wide open. When they are not, George Kittle catches the ball on third down and wills his way to a first down. It is the absolute perfect setting, and every quarterback would dream to be in it. Give the kid credit, but he let's not anoint him. And so if Micah Parsons and, and this this front four for the Cowboys is getting after him with pressure and they force him into obvious passing situations where they can't just go all bells and whistles, play action, we're doing this, we're doing that. But, hey, when it's, it's, when it's nut-up time and you need a touchdown and we all know you're passing the ball because there's 90 seconds before the half or 90 seconds to close out the game, we ain't trusting Brock Purdy, especially if Micah Parsons and these guys are the hungry hunting dogs at, at the playmaker and Jerry Jones is talking about. So I'm fired up about that. Plus, you got the other guys on this defense are very capable of – capitalizing on the turnover here we go we're not we're not going to be seattle and we have a chance and we botch it no we're going to go ahead and take this thing and we might get you for four of them that's what's got me fired up right now it's all about rallying to the ball and tackling and finishing the play man make sure two yard gains finishers. make sure two yard gains a two yard game yep 100 percent. yeah no, i think the pressure is huge right make him uncomfortable don't give him the time to throw um because with with open targets like that, you know, what's happening is even when he is under pressure, if you can't flush him out of the pocket, he's just like, okay, there's a pressure, but there's a lot of open guys. And he's scoring very high under pressure as a result of how open his guys are. You know, he's got so many options. So I, I think, like, you have one good chance of slowing them down, and that's Micah Parsons. And then... If that doesn't work, you got to try to keep up with them. And, you know, I, I, the, the good news is you could win it both ways. Mm-hmm. But you, I, I think you'd absolutely prefer to try to keep them under 30, which has been super hard because of Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. You yeah. know, and you, all the weapons. Man. Yeah. I, I don't know why, like, the Shanahan offense isn't more prevalent around the NFL yet. Uh, you know, People copied Mike. They talked about how Mike's zone running schemes were revolutionary, and you know, it, half the league switched to it. And right now, like Shanahan's doing his thing and winning with Garoppolo and Brock Purdy, and they're like, "Oh yeah, nice job, Kyle." Anybody think to copy everything he's doing? I don't know. I don't know if I, if I'm Jerry, I'm certainly asking Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy to figure it out this off season. Dang right, copycat league, prove it. I kind of wonder. Give me a Niner offense. You know, personnel, <laughs> man. Their personnel is elite. No, yeah, that helps a ton. They, they have a vision because they're using a 5'11", 215 pound receiver. It kind of is a running back wide receiver. Yeah. So not a lot of teams are willing to draft a guy. Debo Samuel's a second round pick. There was a lot of questions about Brandon Ayuk. You know, they got well, they got Brandon Ayuk, you know, out of Arizona State. You watch him play and you're kind of like, oh, okay, you see the run after catch and things like that. But what his offense is doing is 
he, he's also seen a, a vision for a fullback in Kyle Juszczyk. Mm-hmm. You know, Juszczyk, he uses him in the he uses him in the perimeter. He uses him out wide like a receiver. He'll put him in the slot. He'll put him as an inline wide tight end. So the reason people don't copy is they don't have the vision for the player or how that player fits their eye. Hmm. To Shanahan, it fits his eye this way, you know, that he can use it that And people are like, well, yeah, they're hard to defend. Yeah, they're hard to defend because you're not used to seeing a 5'11", 215-pound wide so receiver So there's not play. a template you can copy? I don't think so. It's it's what you have to do is you would have to – how they how they set up their offense, like I said, they're going to make you defend a fullback and a running back out wide, and they're going to take a wide receiver and they're going to put him at – so now you're sitting there trying to look at personnel mm. and you're, you're like going, oh, okay, well, here we are. You know, that's uh, where we're at. You're killing it, Brian. I love this uh, stuff, but we do have breaking news is the Cowboys are going to sign kicker Tristan Viscaino uh, to the practice squad oh, pending wow. physical. Per source, team officials have said the plan is to stick with Brett – after Monday's uh, uh, extra point fiasco, but now they have insurance. So I don't know if that means insurance for the game or, or insurance in case they win the game. Breaking news on the fan is presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. I do wonder if that's gonna if that last name is going to be easier or harder than uh, Hiralahu was for Broadus. Viscaino? Uh, Give it a go. It Viscaino? is a sports name. Yeah. Used to be a baseball player, right? Phillies. Yeah. Yeah, you heard that a lot on SportsCenter, probably. Yeah, He sounds like a beast. Uh, we'll get to Walchuk's old feeling later have, in this great is, I wonder if it's good that we have no history of what this guy is, Yeah, that we never heard of him, or is is that something, you know, is this a Bones fossil? Uh, from back in the day, I would think that maybe this would be something that Steve Hoffman would have done. I'd have just went and got Vinatieri. University of Washington. Uh, he was an uh, undrafted free agent with the Bengals in uh, 2019. He has also been a member of the Cowboys before. Okay, he's 26 years old out of Chino Hills, California. It's time now mm. for the G-Bag of the Day. Into the Pimp Cup we go. Here's Lucius Alexander. Yeah. Pimping his cup, holding these gators down. Yep. What's good, man? Hey, by the way. Yeah. Purdy. Uh-huh. Purdy good. Yeah. Is the hackiest line in all of sports media for the last six weeks. Purdy, purdy good. <laughs> man, we've heard that for six weeks, though. So clever. So what clever. about Purdy, 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 let's all get wasted? Okay. <laughs> waka, that works a little better. Waka, waka. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Bill's fan that fell asleep in the back of someone else's truck. Pretty drunk after the game, maybe during the game. I don't know when he fell asleep, but he thought he was falling asleep in his father's truck. It was just another guy in the Bill's Mafia. Is there somebody in the front of my truck? Yeah. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah. How did you get in here? No idea. Did you need help? Were you at the Bills game? Yes, sir. Did you did you just like get too drunk or something? No, I'm okay. Are you okay? Yeah. I had no idea that you were in my truck. I'm so sorry. Oh my god. Apologizing to the guy. I'm sorry you were in my truck. There. Of course I was at the Bills game. What gave it away? I'm naked and I'm like got like a, a a big B on my chest. I'm wearing nothing but an Allen jersey. Okay, did you guys hear the story that Hagee told today about the guy in the parking garage? Yes. Okay, imagine if this truck owner was Hagee, how he'd handle that. Oh, Hagee would have fought. What that happened? Guy. Yeah. Uh, this guy honked at Hagee, and Hagee got real offended by it right yeah okay. yeah down to the parking garage okay. and heggy like followed him into the building and was like hey why are you honking at me man are you gonna admit that you made a mistake oh yeah 
with Higgy walking? Yeah, Higgy was Higgy was uh, was stalking him. Followed him in the. I'm elevator. talking about like when he honked the car. Was it like walking across the street or something? Okay, or so the cars? guy the guy was going through the entry where yeah. the where the uh, bar comes up. Yeah. And he uh, he he didn't have his card or whatever. The card wasn't working. So he starts backing up. Higgy honks at him. Guy honks back. It was, a, it was a honk for honk. You know? Yeah. Okay. It was a honk Hage, off. Hagee oh, wanted to let yeah. him know my honk was justified. Just to let you know. Your honk was out of line, sir. <laughs> my honk was justified. <laughs> you were wrong. <laughs> exactly. Uh, let's see here. Coach Mike. Talking about Coach Mike McCarthy. Uh, pound for pound, one of the best coaches in the league, y'all. <laughs> he was that. happy to see uh, Van Der Esch back. He was. On football with Leighton. What kind of impact did he make on his return last night? What did you think? Looked pretty good. You know, you sound like my father. You ask questions you already know the answers to. I mean, you know, I, yeah, I thought he played great. It was great having him back. Uh, Come on. You know, we have nine, ten tackles. So, you know, got his hands on a number of balls. Yeah, I, I thought he played exceptionally well. Wow. Uh Going after Archer like that, I don't think it's probably the best thing for him to do like that. You know? hey, what do you think? Did, did, did Todd Ar- already hates him. Did Archer him, so- get on his? Oh, no, Archer I, on his I, bad I, side. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, if I'm Archer, I just if I'm Archer, that I did. I kind of ratchet that up next time one of those mistakes happen. You know. What'd you think? What'd you think? What'd yeah. You think? Yeah, what about that call you made there, trying to at the you, end of the buddy. game? Yeah. Well, you just lead every question with your opinion first. I thought your call sucked. Yeah. Uh, what, <laughs> what, what was yeah. your thoughts? About exactly. It? Yeah. Todd Archer. ESPN, I thought your call sucked. There you go. <laughs> I think it's a great way to do Absolutely, wow. yeah. Do you think Todd will ring him up if he has a bad decision? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. he will. Oh, yeah. Todd, Todd, uh, Todd's like me. Dad, He'll hold dad, a grudge. Dad, dad. Fourth and one of the 19, he kicked a field goal with Brett Maher. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> you think that was a good decision? <laughs> <laughs> this this could get interesting. Yeah. yeah we, we saw uh, uh, Jane Slater. Get sideways with Mike a little bit, and he had a different energy. He took some shots from yeah. the podium. Maybe we're starting to see a little of that with Todd Archer. What else do we have, Lucas? I'm watching you, buddy. <laughs> I know something about you. <laughs> what the hell do you think? What do you mean by that? <laughs> All right, let's see. Mike Bassick, he burped on a fan during a tease. It's like, come on, fan. Where's the cooth at? Where's your cooth, son? Coming up next, it's Tom for Baseball Nuggets with Mike Bassick and Derek Holland. Top 10 center fielders right now. Ooh. Next. Coming up in the next <laughs> G-Bag Nation. That's what the hell I couldn't figure that out either. What are we doing? Yeah. I wasn't sure what the sound was. Hold on, let's listen to it. Isolated. Fielders right now. Ooh. Next. That came from the bottom, bro. It surprised him. <laughs> he didn't want to do that. No. This is the one that jumps out on you. Yeah. He thought yeah. he could keep that down. He thought he could. Surprised him just as as much as it surprised us. <laughs> Surprise! Indigestion here. <laughs> splash, splash. <laughs> Guy from the car here, Kevin didn't want these hands. Truckrate.com fan text. What was Kevin gonna do? Um, I just get his answer? Because I felt like it, okay. fool. Okay, I just wanted to know. I talked oh, to Hagee off the air about so... it. Yeah. H- what are you going to do, Kevin? Hagee just hell? wanted the guy to admit that he knew he was in the wrong. <laughs> that's all it was. <laughs> yeah. I know Most... I'm right, but that's wow. not enough Say for you're me. wrong, bro. I need you to know that you were wrong, too. Say yeah. uncle. <laughs> and pray, pray for the lovely Mrs. Hagland. Oh, yeah. Some arguments be serious. Well, here's the points I've made. I even wrote them down. <laughs> all righty. Time to vote. 
Uh, yeah, how about a grown man arguing with a 12-year-old on Call of Duty? Oh, hell yes. You should not be arguing with kids on Call of Duty. And watch your kids no. out here. They're online talking crazy. Your mama gonna beat your ass, fool. You better stop Man, I've totally turned off all chat. I just I just play with the sound effects of the game. I don't like hearing them idiots. Oh and six fool get killed. If I could listen in on that, that'd be great. Okay, is it the grown man arguing with the twelve year old? Is it Mike Bassick trying to fight a burp during a tease? McCarthy happy to see L V E back. Or the Bills fan that fell asleep in another guy's truck. Well, Chuck, let's start the voting with you today. Uh I think I'm gonna go with the uh Basky Burp. Okay, Basky Burp brought us Call of Duty Kid. Call of Duty Kid. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh Coach Mike McCarthy there questioning Todd Archer that back. Chia Follow, what do you think? Give me the chant, Bills Mafia. We're tied at one as Lucius Alexander will cast the deciding vote. I'm looking at this image of Dean Martin. Boy, what a drunk. Yeah, no, <laughs> always dressed singing. like a drunk. Always singing with a cigarette oh. and a drink in hand. They made it a style, drunk singing. Yeah, we're <laughs> tux. Yeah. tux and a drunk singer. They gave it a name. Right, we're crooners. No, you're not. You're drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with the grown man argument with the 12-year-old. My score nice. at two. To one, to one, to one, and you're new. G-Bang the Day champion. It's a video game argument. Okay, uh, when we come back, it's time for Krusty's Corner. Where are we going with that, sir? Yes, we've talked about it really kind of all day already. Let's go for it and look and see what these 49ers are going to try and do to you. We'll do that next. Yes, sir. Thank you, Lucius. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Brian Broaddus has been studying how can you score on the Niners, and here he is, the man with the skills to pay the bills. Brian Broaddus. Thank you very much, General. Appreciate that. Uh, hopefully, by the end of the show, I'll have a thumbnail for you on Viscano, Viscano, whatever. Viscaino? Viscaino. I yeah. said I was going to say it right, and I said it wrong. Cowboys added a kicker. Breaking news last second. Yeah, and uh, he he did. He signed with the Cowboys in January of 20 and was released right before the draft, so he never physically got to kick for you. So we'll see if uh, – I, I reached out to a couple of teams that he was on, try and get a little bit of a thumbnail if somebody can give me an idea of what he's like. All right, you want to hear about the offensive side of this 49er team? You kind of know about that, right? You want to figure out or you want to talk about the defensive side of this? I really want to know about the defense and how confident I can be they can move the ball, get some first downs going. Yeah, it's going to be about how you handle the front end. Because to me, watching them play pass defense, it's all about the front four that they have. It's all about Kinlaw, it's all about Armstead, and it's all about Bosa. That's where this game is going to hinge for you, in my opinion, with for the Cowboys. Couldn't agree more. Because if you if you do not handle those bodies, that there's your problem right there. You know, we could talk about running the football and all that. You know, Raiders had some success running the ball. It, it was a power running game. They used it on the edge. They had some perimeter runs. You know, they did a nice job. But the the way that the, the way that Stidham, the way they made their plays was throwing the football. And and I, I and I I will tell you this. They they've got corners that I think you can make plays on. I think you can make plays on Lenore, number thirty eight. I think you can make plays on Ward, number seven. Both of them. I think you could take advantage of their safety. You know, Fenga out of USC. Oh yeah. 
He I bites think he, on stuff. He's more man. of an in the box guy. He is a yeah, and that's what ha- what they what they did was the Raiders did a great job of getting Waller on him, and I think the Cowboys could do the same thing. I think the Cowboys could take Dalton Schultz and they could try and match him up and make him uh, make him have to cover in this game. Schultz got open a lot last year. He sure did. He got hurt. And he got hurt in that game, though. I believe though too, the Forty Nine er game last year he got hurt. I believe in the second quarter. So yeah, we'll see. But I, I, I to me, this it's going to be about how you block it because Bosa they'll move him around, and that's the that's the that's the thing you have to kind of be aware of. Like, are you going to try and set your protection to him? And when I mean set the protection to him, you're going to slide his direction. You're going to make him have to. I make him have to run as wide as he can, and I means when I mean wide, you could do it by alignment. You could put guys over there. You could put a tight end as a wing. You could you could space him like with your with your splits. You know, if you're if you're Smith, both Smiths, you just kick. You just you just line up a little bit wider, just a half foot wider. So you come in with passing plays then that can get the ball out in case that plan doesn't work. Or are you are you trying to let things develop? I think I think you can I think you can develop some routes on these guys. I do. I'm Good, not. Man. I'm not sitting here and saying you have to throw every ball quick, but I. It, this but Bosa's is a problem. Bosa is Bosa, their Parsons. He heck, is, yeah, he's a problem. He's a game he's, record. He's a problem. Defensive player of the year. And, and and but you know how much confidence you have in Smith and Smith. That's where this game's going to hinge. Yeah, I, you know, I, I feel you, like if, Tyler Smith will give up two or three big plays against him if you play him all day out there by himself. You have to give him all the help in the world. Like what Bosa's done this year is insane. Like when you look at how often he's hitting the quarterback, even in that Stidham game, he hit Stidham five times. Yeah, he's hitting quarterbacks at a ridiculous rate here. Where I mean, forty-eight quarterback hits on the season—that's thirteen clear of second place. He's just hitting the quarterback all game, every game. That's what he does. And if he's going to do that, that's going to—it's going to put you in a bind. I don't agree with you on that. I don't. Because I, I kind of feel like, to me, when you start to talk about the pressures and stuff like that, I feel like you can block him one-on-one. I do. I, he's a high-effort, high-motor guy and all that. I absolutely I, – I, I, I think that – I think your tackles are good enough to block him. I do. Watching well, if this game. They, if they can – Well, damn. Cowboys are going to be I, in great shape. Yeah, I, I, I think you got to at least try. I liked, right, I liked how Broadus held his ground there, too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to – because like, I'm not going to sit there – and and I understand what Bosa is. I I, I totally I, I get him and how he plays, but I think I think if, when you sit there and say, okay, we have to commit resources to handling him the whole game, I think that's going to take away other things you can do against these guys. Sure, I'm going to need my tight ends in this game. I I, I don't think they can cover, and I'm not going to say you can max protect. You know, we've seen the Cowboys when they want to take shots down the field, max protect. You know, I we've seen we've also seen. You know, like the the you know with with when you watch these guys play and you sit there and you get so enamored, oh, gotta stop, gotta stop, guys, and then you know you, you just commit so much that it affects everything you're doing. I'm not going to do that in this game because so, I I feel like that I feel like you could take the shotgun snap. I feel like you can handle that and get the ball the ball out and and win on these out on these guys on the outside. How much moving around is Bosa doing? You're gonna get him. You're gonna get him on both sides. It just depends. It's not one of those things. that's like one play is on the right, one play is on the left. They they alternate how he plays the game. So both both Smiths are gonna get a healthy both, dose. Both Smiths are gonna get, and I I I feel like both these guys are gonna be all right. I really really do. Yeah, Tyron coming off of his best game. He seems like he's starting to figure it out. 
And Tyler Tyler played great last week. So I'm with you. I, th- I think you got to let them try and, but, see, I mean, and see how they do. The edge rushing difference from a quality standpoint oh, from I'd, what the Bucs just ran out. There's no oh, we, 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 we talked about Nick that. No, yeah, we there's talked no about disagreement that. disagreement there. No, the, the reason you won the game is because they couldn't. They don't have any pass rush. But I, I'm just saying this. I, the Cowboys, I believe, can block these guys. They block. I feel like they blocked just as good a group as with the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, and threw the ball the way they did. Yeah, somebody without without having extra help. Hey, what other good front have you played against? Eagles have a damn good front. Yeah, especially that, with the pass rush. No going, question. I'm, I'm just going at it. With, I'm going because okay. I'm going to need. I'm going to need these. I'm going to need my ex, my tight ends and everybody else in route. Can you run on them? I feel like you can. I feel now. To me, the problem you run into is what they do is they run and they make plays with unblocked guys. Like Gibson, the free safety, he's going to make plays if he's unblocked. They come running a guy up late, and that's and that's how they usually make plays. They can they can get off block. Warner's a good linebacker. Greenlaw's a good linebacker. You know, problems there, sure. But you know what? I, I feel like though the teams are able to kind of get the the games that I watched. Teams, the Falcons, the Falcons went with 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 basically like an. Uh, I wouldn't call it an RPO offense, but it was at least a like a read option offense where the quarterback would pull and had success running the football against these guys. So I, I to me, I'm going to give it a try. I'm not going to sit there and go in a shell on offense and say, "Oh my gosh, poor me! These this offense, or this defense is going to is going to kill me in this game." I just don't think that's the case. Well, the, the the biggest difference between the Niners today and the Niners in that Falcons game, I'm assu- I think Bosa played in that game, but Kinlaw and Armstead did not play in that game. I'm just I'm just telling you though they've got good players you know that everybody that I've named though they've got players that, that to me Heck yeah they do the backups are just, I mean it's a it's a de- I'm going in this game I'm not scared of this defense I don't care who they run out there I think your offense is good enough to block these guys and I think you're you know and when you start to talk about your tight end which I don't think they can cover and I don't know if they can cover your I don't know if they can cover C D Lamb in this game. You know, that's it. They sure could Pollard, cover DK Metcalf. Hell no, they couldn't. Well, and, and the good news is, is you got a quarterback that's great at avoiding the pressure and maneuvering the pocket and getting right. out of things. Absolutely. So, so uh, I agree with you there, Broadus, where you say, hey, if I feel like I can take advantage of this defense in a multitude of ways and I need all my horses to do that and I don't want to dedicate a bunch of guys to a Bosa, no problem. I'll look at my quarterback and say, go go do your thing, baby. Yeah, this is your the, thing, 21. The, to me, to me, I'm I'm I feel like that. When I I was expecting like the, when I watched these guys play, I'm saying this team's gonna be much better in Philadelphia on defense. I don't think they were. I don't well, think they were. And we, that's and that's the that's the hope that I have going forward that you were able to block you were able to block Philadelphia, and you were able to to throw the ball in Philadelphia. I think Philadelphia's got a better secondary than this crew. Yeah, they have a really good secondary. Yeah, and I think their pass rush. And you can talk about Bosa and all that stuff like that. Sure. I mean, it's I, pretty much just Bosa's, and I mean, he had 18 sacks. They ended up with 44 yeah, on the year. Yeah. I will say, Amenahu was really good in the playoff game last year. Now, I don't know how well he's been this year, but he he's did, had he, to he play gave the Cowboys problems in the wild card game last yeah. year. Yeah, but they only had 44 sacks. The Cowboys had 54, and there were plenty of games where the Cowboys' pass rush wasn't bonkers. You know, you need to be able to hold them to you know one of those quieter games if you can advantage Cowboys. Are you picking Cowboys though, Brian? I am. I'm going to pick the Cowboys to win this game. I absolutely am. I, I have confidence. Like I say, I think they've played against a better defense. Now, the flip side of these things like that, though, is what's going to happen on your offensive side of the thing, or dealing with their offense. Right. It's going to come down to how well you tackle in this game, on that side of the ball. Because the, and, and again, like I talked about earlier, is, is the left tackle tip, tipping stance? Is he tipping it? 
you know, run past, watch him, see what's going on over there. You got to figure out though, you got to figure out how to tackle this crew and don't get fooled by matching them up with every way and them taking you out of taking you out of, of having the right guys in the box to play the run. That's the thing that I worry about the Cowboys doing right there. Fantastic report, Brian. The text loves your confidence in these Cowboys Let's and exactly go, how baby. we're going to get it done. Yes, Are you buying or selling these guys turning into some hunting dogs? That's coming up next year in the nation. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.